Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Thursday, September 22nd, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. So just to recap that game, I thought uh, coaches and players did a good job of executing. Uh, we played four quarters. Uh, the things that we uh, emphasized throughout the week, I thought they did a good job of taking the coaching and uh, preparing the way that we need to prepare and execute. And then some of the things that we needed to get cleaned up in a hurry, we cleaned up. Um, looking forward to the challenge this week on the road, divisional game. Uh, they got a lot of good players over there, and um, our guys would be ready to roll. Did that game plan last week start with, with Jefferson and, and what the plan was going to be for him? Yeah, you always look at, you know, when you, when you set up a game plan, you always look at how they're generating points, and he was a major reason, you know, that they're generating points, not just this year, but last year as well. And I know it's a new system and coaching staff but he's you know he's a really good player so we always take into account that you know we hopefully we don't allow um their best players to beat us so uh, i thought our guys did a good job the coaches did a good job with how we constructed some things and um when guys were on them they they fully understood where the strength and the stress was of the call and um, had a you know had a good day, made some plays. How does having the cornerback play you're getting right now from Slay, Bradbury, and Avante help you as a play caller, kind of open up everything? Yeah, I mean the the entire back end, you know, is not just the the corners, the nickel, the safeties, the linebackers, you know, all those guys fit in together. And and what you see is typically what sometimes people don't realize is really good cornerback play probably starts with the front, and uh, that's what you saw in this game. You know, when the front's rushing and winning at a high level like they were, uh, you know, it just makes the quarterback uncomfortable. And sometimes, like, you know, he's got to throw it before he wants to throw it or, you know, the timing might be knocked off a little bit. But, you know, those all 11 are tied together. And um, our guys understand that and, and understand that here's how these calls need to be played so they, we can, you know, win the down. So, um, but both, I thought all our coverage players in the back end had a, had a pretty good game. Jonathan, you mentioned making the quarterback throw it before he wants to. Wentz might be a guy who would hold on to it a little bit longer. How does that change the dynamic? Yeah, I mean, we, we, when any, anytime we look at a game plan and set it up, you know, we, we look, look what goes into that of the, the O-line play, the quarterback play, the receivers, the routes, the schematics of it, the people of it. So, and then we use our schematics and people and, and all that goes into defending them. So um, hopefully we put together a good game plan and we can go out and execute it. Why was your, why was your, blitzing, why was your blitzing so effective? Um, I think, you know, the, the, the good question. I would say that uh, I don't know if it was more effective. I think that, you know, we were able to deploy some of them in the game uh, because the situations came up and, you know, we decided when we put the game plan together, this is when we want to use some of these calls. And a lot of times those calls are up in a game, but they don't, you know, come to fruition, so to speak. So, 
Um, I thought the guys did a good job when those were called. Those some of those pressures were called. They executed that. They executed them, and uh, the the rush got there, and we held up in coverage. Jonathan, what were the uh, conversations with Slay like during last week? What do you notice about him when? A big receiver, big time receiver is coming up on the, on the schedule. You know, that's what I love about Slay. He's the same every week. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter if he's covering Justin Jefferson or if he's lining up covering me. Like, he takes the same approach weekly. And, you know, he's, he's really it, it not. What I love about him is he's a premier corner, but he's selfless. You know, he's always about the team first. What do you need me to do to help the team win? And then, and he knows it's not about him. And the way he prepares, um, throughout the week, the way he studies, watches tape with those guys. I mean, I, I really use the term for him. He's selfless, you know, and that's it's a good thing. That's why he's a captain, you guys. You guys know that. You know, everyone sees the, you know, on game day what he does, but people don't see what he does during the week. And um, it's just a, it's a really good asset for our defense. JG, with the pressure, JG, um, is, it, is it, you mentioned situation specific. Is that... Normal, obviously, every week's a little bit different. But would you say, you know, the same amount of blitzes are in each week, but it depends on the situation? Yeah, that's a that's a v- very well said, John. That's 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 correct. Um, Pledge, just to follow up real quick, Pledge said nothing changed from your framework from week to week. Um, is that is, is that what he's discussing when when it's the the scheme versus the little bit of changes from week to week. Yeah, our guys, you know, that's we we always talk about being adaptable and what that means is you know, week to week you have to defend people differently. Um, whether it's what you're doing schematically, how we set up the game plan for me to call it when we talk to our guys, hey, this is how I'm going to call the game. These are when these calls are going to come up, you know, if, if we get them to these certain situations, first, second, third down, red zone, two minute, all everything within a game that goes on. And then it, it basically comes down to like when we practice those things, you know, do we execute them, practice them? Do the guys feel comfortable with them? Are we accentuating our matchups? And does it ultimately is the best thing to do versus who we're defending? And from there, then, then we let it rip. So, yes, I would say yes to your question. JG, uh, Nick, talked, Nick talked yesterday about your ability to block out noise during the week. Um, does that come easy for you? Uh, is, it, is it a challenge? Is it, what yeah. was the week like for you? Good question. I mean, I, I, it's funny, yeah. Like, if you, uh, when you grow up and, and if you listen to outside noise and you let it affect you, good and bad, um, it's a recipe for disaster. You've heard me talk about that. And so we preach that to our players and, and we wear it on our sleeves as well. So I don't, honestly, I don't, you know, I don't feel any more pressure from anyone outside of this building. The most pressure I put on myself is because of myself. And that's how I've been since I was a kid. So I don't, you know, it's, uh, this is a new week and that's the pressure I have on myself is the same that was, you know, last year, week one, week two, it, it really is training camp. It really doesn't matter to me. Without giving away the game plan, what do you think the keys are to making things difficult for Carson Wentz? Uh, you know, just uh, I, that would be probably giving away the game plan a little bit. But I would think that, um, you know, we always try to affect the quarterback pre and post snap. And then it comes down to us being in the right positions and playing the coverages the right way and executing and 
And uh, when we deploy different things to be able to be in the right spots and, and win our one-on-one -on -one matchups. Uh, he's lighting it up right now. I mean, it's a big-time challenge. You know, he's got a big arm. He can make off-schedule plays. He's got really good skill guys. And their own line does a good job of when they need to protect him, they protect him. So we got a big-time challenge. Probably just a little bit of, you know, some of those calls are um, – they allow for certain things to happen within the call. And then, um, you know, when we, you know, the DB coaches, the linebacker coach did a good job of, hey, these certain calls we want to get tighter at times because of A, B, and C. And that's not always like that throughout a week. And um, I think our guys saw that uh, the best way to play that team was how we played them. And they went out and executed. So it's kudos really to the players, guys. Stopping Justin Jefferson, who's obviously, you know, he's their main point generator. When you look at Washington, though, it might not be as obvious. I mean, who, who are some of those guys that you're looking at? Yeah, I mean, they're three skill guys, Samuel Dotson and, and Terry. They're, they're good players. The tight end's a good player. You know, they got two good backs. Uh, we talked about the quarterback. So, you know, we just got to be on it when – you know, certain coverages are strong in some aspects and they're weaker in other aspects. We got to make it, that's what we always say, you make them find the weak spots of those coverages. So, and our guys know the weaks and the weaknesses and the strengths of calls. So, and then, you know, you just got to kind of go through it and see what's working, what we need to adjust, how they're trying to attack us. You know, that's some of the in-game adjustments that we make. And um, it's just, it's, it's cool for me because we have a really smart room and they can get to different things, you know, in game, and um, and that's what we do a lot of the time. What's been your assessment of the four man rush so far? I think we're I think we're winning at a high rate. I think you know if we keep winning at a high rate, the production will come. Um, you know, you saw a couple sacks, the strip sack by Fletch. You know, Sweaty ended the game. Um, you know, a couple of those picks were four man rushes. Uh, some guys won. They have, they hit the quarterback. So I like where we're at right now, and that's another part of our game, just like every part of our game, that we're always going to try to continually improve on and uh, make it better. The aggressiveness we saw on some of the calls on Monday, obviously opponent and situation dictate a lot of that, but can there be carryover against other opponents that you might not have done it before against? Yeah, I mean, there, there's carryover to, to everything we do, you know, as far as, you know, calls like we're not changing the menu week to week uh, we pick and choose from different buckets but you know we always set it up the game plan's always set up it kind of sound like a broken record it's always set up with our people in mind versus their people our scheme in mind versus their scheme and then our scheme versus their people and our people versus their scheme it won't change what are, what are the job responsibilities that have been relatively seamless for him and what are the ones that maybe still need to take a little bit of time yeah, I mean he's he's learning. I think some of the uh, he's doing a good job in in the in the box and uh, in the pass game. He's doing a good job. I I know he wants a couple plays back, but um, you know what I'm very pleased with Chauncey is 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 the first thing of a safety is reliability. You have to be in the right spot, and I thought he took a big jump from week one to week two. Um, he understands he's going to keep growing in that. 
uh, role as far as this is where you have to be, these are the calls you have to make. And then from there, you know, just go play, play free. You know, you don't want him thinking a lot, and he's very intelligent, very smart, but what I, what I mean by that is is it comes natural and he doesn't have to think about that things and he can just unleash his talent and go make a bunch of plays for us. So uh, excited where Chauncey is and I think he's going to continue to get better. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.